0: All right, well, good morning and welcome to Gateway. Glad that you're here with us this morning, especially if it's your first time. And uh, I'll let you know that we'd love to have you wait or go out to starting point on your way out this morning because we have a free gift for you. I'd like to get to know more about you. But that's what I would normally say. Today, you're going to need that free gift because if it's your first time, uh, it's an apology gift, okay? Uh, uh, If it is your first time, it's going to be a little weird today because... Uh, if you didn't know, today is my uh, last time here at Gateway Taze Valley, and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. So today is going to look a little bit different. And I've always, I said this a couple weeks ago when I made uh, my announcement that I was leaving. And that is, I always used to hate when I would visit a church because uh, it always seemed like it was a weird thing that Sunday, like they'd always be doing like uh, a, an update on their financial plan, like their building project, or uh, I don't know that it was ever something like the pastor's last Sunday. It was never that weird, but, uh, but you know, I, I always, I was like, man, can it just be like a normal Sunday? And so if it's your first time today, I'm sorry. But what I will say is I hope that through today and through uh, what you might see today, that you would see just how amazing this community of believers is, how amazing this church is, and that you will come back next week, and then the week after that. Uh, and that we would just, uh, I hope that's what you see. Through the weirdness, uh, I hope that's what you'll see. Today, uh, you know, Gateway, the, the leadership has uh, provided me an opportunity, and I'm so thankful to them. They've provided me an opportunity to kind of uh, get some things off my chest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Uh, this is an airing of grievances, and uh, uh, no, uh, no, I I, (laughs) put your camera phones away, nothing weird's happening. Um, They provided me an opportunity to kind of say some things, uh, some parting words that I wanted to say, and I'm so thankful for that opportunity, because honestly I don't know if I could have made it through a full sermon today. Um, I don't don't know if I could have made it without breaking down, and uh, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. You know, the first thing I wanted to say is thank you to all of you for all that you've done for me and my family over the last uh, seven years here, seven plus years here at Gateway. And um, I can't thank you enough. You know, we are, uh, we are moving back to uh, Ohio to be near our family, but for the last 10 years, we've not been with family. And for the last seven years, obviously here. And so many of you have helped us during that time um, because if you've ever lived somewhere where you have no family, Um, it's just really hard because you don't have people to pick up your kids from school. You don't have people to watch your kids. If you had to take somebody to the doctor, you don't have just different things. You just don't have anybody to help you in those moments. And so it's so important to have a community of believers like you who have been able to help us and who have stood in as grandparents for us or stood in as family for us where we had none. And I can't thank you enough for that. And we are so blessed to have had an amazing congregation that has been able to do that for us. Uh, and so I can't thank you enough how much you've supported me, how much you've supported Ashley, the boys, and now little Ruby and just her little time here. Um, I can't thank you enough for that. So many of you have helped us. Uh, it would be miserable without you. That's, that's honestly without all of you all, it would have been a miserable experience. And so you guys have made the last seven years just an awesome time for us. Uh, and, you know, I... <laughs> I almost, I think I might almost got myself in trouble. St. Albans last week Ashley yelled at me. Uh, I, I said, my thing is this. Um, we're moving and we're really excited about it because home is home and family is family. But man, this next church is a whole lot to live up to uh, in order to be like you all because uh, you all have been so great for us. And so uh, I, I don't know how much I hope for that. I hope that happens because that would be an amazing blessing again. Uh, but I hope uh, that's, it's just been so great. I also want to, uh shout out just thank our, our the leadership here at Gateway so much and i would never want anybody to have to think anything Bad about Gateway because we are leaving. I know there's been some transition now, after more a little bit of transition before, just not that long ago. But I would hate for anybody to think anything negative of Gateway because of what's happening with us. This was never. This isn't. This it's unique situation uh, that even I put off for two years before this because I was like, I, I got, this is an awesome. I don't have any reason to leave. There's no. Re- Why would I ever do that? Uh, and so it's a unique situation, but we never had any thoughts of leaving anywhere else. There was nothing that ever triggered anything like this. There was no final straw or any a first straw. Uh, it was, uh, we've always felt nothing but support and love from the leadership here at Gateway. One thing that I have felt from uh, the moment that I got here at Gateway till now, just as strongly, when I got here... I don't want to bash any churches, but when I got here, the church I had been at previously, the, the senior pastor had been there for over 25 years, and in the community that that church was known as his church. Oh, that's so and so's church. And one thing that struck me from the very beginning when I got here was even though Dave Stoffer, our senior pastor, had been here for just almost as much time, it wasn't known as Dave Stoffer's church. It was known as Gateway. And the the amount of humility that came within that and from Dave and the other leadership just always struck me. I was like, that is putting egos aside because the church is what's most important, not somebody's name on it, but that it's gateway. And that has that I felt as strongly about that from the day I walked in, even till today, and I've always admired the leadership for their tossing aside their egos and the humility that they show in their leadership. But I wanted, as I, as I started thinking about what I was going to say today, uh, honestly, somebody asked what I was going to say, and I said, uh, I don't know, I'm going to just kind of shoot from the hip and let the Spirit lead. I did write things down about five minutes before, so I didn't come up here and blabber. Uh, it'll be up to you whether you th- I succeeded in that or not. Uh, but I wanted it at least to have some, like, uh, make make sense in some way. But as I thought about what I was going to say today during the week, uh, you know, there was, the Apostle Paul kept coming up, because if you look at the Apostle Paul, he loves the communities he's in. He loves the congregations that he spends time with as he goes around, but then as he goes somewhere else, he always writes a letter back to them to check in on them and let them know that he's thinking about them and that he cares for them and that he loves them. And so I just, but he also encourages them in the things that he's passionate about. And so in my time this morning, I just want, I started thinking about what are the things that I'm most passionate about? What are the things that if I was going to leave you with anything, what would those things be? What are the things that came through a lot in my messages or a lot in my in my teachings that I wanted to pass on to you? And here's what I came up with. You know, the the first thing is that We actually covered this last week. We're going through John chapter thirteen. Jesus is in the upper room with his disciples, and he is trying to impress upon them things that he wants to leave with them before he leaves the earth, before he is led to Calvary. And so he says in John thirteen that a new command I give to you: love others the way that I have loved you. Which is kind of a hard thing to do because Jesus loves us more than we could ever understand. So he says, love others the way that I have loved you. And then he says, let Others know that you are my followers, that you are my disciples by the way that you love one another. You know, we have tried to let people in our culture know that we're Christians in a lot of different ways. We try to let them know that we're Christians by the way that we vote. We let people know that we're Christians by the bumper sticker that we have on the back of our car. We let people know that we're Christians by the amount of services that we attend. We let people know that we're Christians by the posts that we put on social media. And if we're being honest, a lot of times that stuff blows up in our face and it falls short. But Jesus says, let other people know that you are my disciples, let other people know that you are my followers by the way that you love one another, which comes right on the heels of him saying to love like he did. And if you look at the way that Jesus loved in his day, he loved the people that society cast aside, the ones that the society said were not lovable, the ones that the religious leadership said that you should not love, that you shouldn't hang out with. And so let us let people know that we are Christians by the way that we love those that people say that we shouldn't love, the way that the that we love those that are cast aside by society. Let us look different from the world, not by the things that we say, not by the proclamations necessarily that we make, but by the way that we love one another. Those, the, the love that doesn't make sense to those that aren't Christians. Let us love one another and let that be the way that people know that we're followers of Jesus. The other thing I wanted to say is in this time, you might think, oh man, oh man, what, there's some turmoil here, there's some problems. Well, I'm not going to go until they find somebody else. And it reminded me about Hebrews chapter 10, where the writer of Hebrews says, don't give up on meeting together as some are prone to do. So in this time, look, this is a community. More than anything, this is a community of believers that gathers together and should be encouraging one another. And that's actually what the writer of Hebrews says right there. Don't give up on meeting together, but encourage one another. We should be meeting together not to sing songs, not to hear a sermon, but to encourage one another. That's what these what's what meeting together is all about. You can watch online, you can watch a sermon online, you can sing songs online, but you can't gather together and and encourage one another from a computer screen. But you can gather with one another and come around one another. There are people that so badly need community in their lives. There might be people like Ashley and I that don't have family in the area. They so badly need community. Maybe they have Family, But they've abandoned them. Or maybe they've got a terrible family situation. There are so many people that need community for a variety of reasons. And the church should be providing that community. And listen, this is the greatest community because it's built around the greatest thing around Jesus Christ. Christ. That should bring unity to all of us. And so there, you might find community all over the place. You can find it on your sports team and your schools all over the place, but this should be our number one greatest community because it's around the main thing, around Jesus. And so let us not give up on meeting together with one another, but encourage one another and build each other up and support one another because there are people that so badly need your encouragement and your support. Listen. If we would pray that God would give us the opportunity, he has given us the gifts. He has given us things that can help other people. There is somebody that needs you. That's what this pray for one is all about, right? That there is somebody that God has put in your life that so badly needs you to step up and use what he has gifted you with to speak into their lives. And so let's pray for those opportunities and to encourage and support those that are around us and help others in This community and communities all over the place that we can continue to encourage one another wherever it might look like. And the last thing I thought of is from Philippians chapter one. And uh, I wanted to read it for you today. And uh, this is just, as I read through it, I was like, it just, it popped in my mind at this very beginning. But as I read through the whole thing, it was just so much my heart And I wanted to share it with you this morning. So I'm going to have it up on the screen so you can follow along. But Paul says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 3, he's writing to the church in Philippi, he says, Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I'm certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. I want to stop just right there, real quick. You know, I've uh, thought of this verse a lot that God, when he starts a work within us, he's going to see it through to completion. And we might not always see how it's going to end, but we're going to see it through to completion. And it's one thing that's been on my heart a lot recently because. In this move, we've been praying about it a lot. In fact, we've been praying that God would stop it if it wasn't the right thing. And there's been continual, you know, encouragement and that it is the right thing. But we don't know where we're going to live permanently yet. And that's kind of like a, that causes some anxiety, right? That causes uh, some fear. But at the end of the day, I keep telling myself, listen, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what is, what the end is know that God's going to see it through to completion. And I'm just going to keep trying and praying. I'm going to keep the faith that God's going to see this through to completion. And I, and I I don't know what it looks like, but I'm going to keep trying my best to allow him to do his work and allow God to show up and shine, and give him the glory when it works out. So he's going to see it through to completion, just like I have the faith that God is going to see it through to completion here at Gateway. That it doesn't, this is not because anything because of me, it's because of you all and because of the leadership here, and that God's going to see it through to completion. I want to continue on. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment. Now, listen, I, I, the words of Paul, uh, like the words of Paul, I, I have felt a lot of this. And look, some of you might view Ohio as imprisonment, okay? So uh, I, I, it can continue on, all right? All right. <clears throat> both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. God knows how much I love you. And long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters. So that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. I read through that, and like I said at the beginning, all all I could think was, I, I thank God for all of you. I thank God for all of you and all that you've done, and for your faithfulness, and for your commitment to Christ. But as I read through that whole passage, I was like, that's how I feel, I love this congregation so much. I love these people so much. And I just want you to continue on the path you've already been on. And I want you to continue to love those in your community and in your workplace and love your families and love in your schools and continue to show the love of Christ to those that need to hear. There are so many people in our community that are going through things right now. There's so many people that don't know Jesus and I hope that you will continue on and try to reach these lost souls for Jesus Christ in this community, that you will continue until the day of Christ's return. So this morning, uh, you know I just, <clears throat> I just thank you all so much for all that you've done for us. we're going to have a moment here. Uh, we're going to have some of the leaders come forward, and uh, they're going to say some, a few things. but um, again, I, we have a reception after, and I would love to talk to you more there. I can't thank you all enough for all that you've done for us, and, and, uh, and just the support and, that you've had for each one of us. And so I'm going to pray, and then uh, one of these guys is going to come up after that. Let's pray. Father God, we, uh, I, I'm so thankful for the people of Gateway, and for the leadership of Gateway, that have done so much for me and my family. And I just pray that a blessing over this congregation, that you would continue to reach new souls in this community through them. And I pray that you would empower them and embolden them to share the, the gospel and the love of Jesus with those that are around them. And that you would empower them to continue on the path that you put them on, that they would seek you out, seek opportunities to share you with others but also that they would continue in their own lives to follow on this path, to run this race that is a, not a sprint, but a marathon, that they would continue on this path and continually following you and being a part of this community that is encouraging one another. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
1: Is that all your notes? That went a long time for just that little bit right there. <laughs> um, we don't think of Ohio as imprisonment. More like more like purgatory. Yeah. So we will pray for you. <laughs> no. Uh, and that was a bold move that you wore a hat in the, well, the announcement <laughs> video. So if this wasn't your last Sunday.
2: <laughs>
1: Listen, I knew last, it was probably, the last one. I had yeah, to go out with
0: a bang. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> uh, so, um, no, I just... Uh, from a personal standpoint, um, Judah was just a newborn when you guys came, and we had the privilege, Cindy and I, to be kind of pseudo-grandparents for a few years, and, uh, and we'll always cherish those, those memories. Um, I wanted to say, though, to the congregation, um, a few years ago, we, we did the story, the book The Story, and there's an upper story and there's a lower story. We know that God is in the upper story. He sees, um, you know, uh, the big picture. And sometimes we just see we're stuck in the lower story. We really don't see um, what his plan is. So I preface these remarks, so hang with me just for a second. Uh, Pastor Stoffer gave me three minutes, so I I, I bargained for three and a half. So um, two of them are gone. (laughs) So um, pastors come and pastors go, and when they, they come for a reason, and it's for our benefit and for their benefit, you know, Brian's wore a lot of hats, worn a lot of hats since he's been here. He started out as youth minister and then moved on to it when we needed him to do some the administrative pastor work, and then... When this position came available, um, he stepped right into it seamlessly, and you have done that with every position that we've asked you to do. He's done every position with excellence, and he has grown through all those experiences. and And I'm sure that each one of us have have been blessed through his ministry here, uh, in in a lot of different areas, whether it was in the, the youth ministry or whether it was as his time as our campus pastor. So. So, um, we know that God's got a plan for you, and he's got a plan for us, and he used you in the plan for us, and he used us in his plan for you. And uh, we've seen you grow, and we're so proud of you. We love your family, and we, we pray for nothing but the best for you guys. And we do hate to see you leave. Um, it's a little, there's still a little sting there, but we understand and we know that God's got this, and, um, and he's gonna use you in great ways, and we appreciate the way you've encouraged us uh, the, for the time that you've been with
2: us. Um, first service, I, I was here, and, and I brought up Hebrews 11, the Hall of Faith, and how Moses and Noah and Abraham and all of the great characters of the Old Testament were mentioned for the works that they did through faith. And we're seeing that here in action, not only through Brian and his family, but also through you, this church, this congregation, as you continue to faithfully attend and faithfully serve and work for God's kingdom. We know God's gonna reward us by bringing us another campus minister that's going to fill that position in time. We just have to be patient and wait on his time. But we just finished a servant leadership series, and I I applaud Brian and his whole family, as well as Aubrey Luke and the whole Gateway staff for the example that they set for being servant leaders. So, thank you.
3: All right. Well, good morning, Gateway Taze Valley. Good to see you here today. I'm Pastor Dave. I get the sense maybe there's some guests here today, and uh, I was listening on our journey across the mountain here. Uh, their first time your last time and I told Brian that uh, we would leave his job open you know it's been kind of my tradition uh, to leave the position open for a little while uh, in case he gets eh, regret you know (laughs) because while we're praying for you secretly we're praying that (laughs) they change their mind so uh, and we have had staff members come back and so I had told you uh, six months we'd leave it open, but that's down to one month because we got two resumes uh, okay. in the mail already. <clears throat> Actually, uh, we didn't. You know, there's a lot of trust uh, that we place in Brian. We had a student minister many years ago that we, we let him have a whole service, and uh, he, was, he sang like a lot of student ministers did, and he, he sang, uh, Take This Job and Shove It. Uh, no kidding. So a lot of trust... A lot of trust with Brian. Boy, hasn't he come a long way? If you've been here, he's come a long way. It's it is a blessing. Uh, you know, we're a team of elders, leaders, and part of what we want to do, what we try to do, is to help other people, uh, especially our staff and you, uh, reach your full potential in Christ. And I remember. Uh, Brian sometimes would lose his breath on stage because he was so nervous, but he's just uh, uh, he's just done so well. We're so proud of him. We love Brian and Ashley and their family. Uh, we almost, I guess we did too good a job, you know, letting him shine, and now somebody came and got him. Yeah. He's going to do great. Uh, he's going to do great. And as you've heard uh, from them, Uh, from Chris and Dave, Uh, we're gonna keep sailing here. So if you've been here, thank you, stay here. Uh, Pray for us, uh, pray for all of us as uh, as we fill this spot with the right person. God has that person already in mind. And so when he reveals him to us, then we'll keep sailing right along. So thank you so much. I'll get the opportunity to preach here next week as we start a new series, and we'll forget all about Brian. Uh, and uh, we'll, wish, we'll wish him well. Y'all know I'm kidding, we love him. And uh, honestly, in 26 years of ministry, this departure hurts more than uh, any others. And I'm not saying that to make you feel bad, but I do hope you feel bad about that. <clears throat>
0: Listen, I timed it just right that when I started saying the really nice things about you, right when you walked through that door, I was I was gonna say something completely different, and then I had to jump ship thought, right back over. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so we're gonna we're just gonna pray for Brian. We're gonna invite you to stand. Are we having a closing song? So we're gonna we're gonna invite you to stand and uh, extend your hearts, maybe your hands forward. I'm gonna ask the band to come on up, and if you guys could just. Um, strum something behind us, that would be good. And the, you know, this is about Brian's farewell. We invite you over here next door to uh, say your farewells and card shower and hugs and kisses and all that. Uh, But right now, uh, you know, this could be your day. It could be your day. It could be your day uh, to make things right with the Lord. And I I can't think of a better parting gift for Brian than maybe someone who's been under his ministry, under his teaching, under his preaching and leadership and friendship, that maybe today would be the day you would say, this is is the day I take a step forward uh, for the Lord because of what he's done and how he's served in others in my life so maybe that's your day and you want to come and uh, we'll be standing down front here if that's, if that's what you'd like to do uh, I can't think of a better parting uh, gift than that nothing forced but if it's genuine uh, what a great way to say thanks Brian you've, you've helped me in my journey so let's pray God thank you so much for your goodness and grace Lord we pray your blessing on Brian and Ashley <clears throat> on their family on their journey and though this could be the last time uh, he's under the banner of a gateway staff it certainly won't be the last time we see him the last time he's here and lord we all are moving toward one great day one great reunion one great time in eternity when we can fellowship with one another and see one another and give thanks for the for the ministry for the work that others have done in our life to get us along the journey all of us have someone who's helped us along the way and I know God you've used Brian and uh, Luke and Aubrey others in the lives of those who are here and Lord one day we'll be able to reunite there and arm in arm hand in hand to see our Savior face-to-face. And that's what our ministry and our life is about. It's not about us. It's about pointing people to Him, to your Son, to the, the risen Savior. And we ask God that you would help us to do that. And we would be grateful for those who do that for us along life's journey. And that's the way we see Brian. Thank you, God, for his friendship, his partnership in ministry. Thank you so much for his family. I just pray your blessings on them. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, amen. If you'd like to respond and know your next step of your journey uh, during this song, come on up. Uh, Brian can take a side, I'll take a side and let's worship the Lord together.